This is the world-famous marriage segment with Robert Kosick on the Sam Malone Show on AM 1070. The answer. All right. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Get the good air in, the bad air out. Let's bring it down a notch as we focus on marriage. Our world-famous marriage talk segment now commences for this, the 21st day of May, uh, where we focus on, well, we focus on what God ordained and Hollywood hates. And that's man and woman coming together in marriage, bringing the Lord in the life and celebrating it. Because look, if it's a rainy weekend and you're stuck inside and you and your spouse, it ain't clicking. Husbands and wives ain't clicking. It is a long rainy day. If y'all be clicking that week, that weekend, that rainy stay inside weekend is going to go bang. I'm telling you, my wingman on this op for over a decade is Robert Kosick. He wrote the book, Honor the Vow, V-O-W, honorthevow.com. Church Deacon, Marriage Coach. What's up, Mr. C? Hey, happy Friday. That was a great conversation you were having with Denise. I was sitting there thinking back to those dating days, and, and uh, where you, you, she's right, when you get together, you miss out on so much, the holding hands and the looking at each other in the eyes. You just can't do that on camera. And you really miss out with the phone calls kind of thing where you're like, well, what are you watching? Uh, nothing. What are you watching? Right. Uh, nothing. You yeah. hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> no, you hang up. No, you hang up. And, and, that, and then that's important. Date, we're talking about this sort of conversation with my son. And he just said they're not dating anybody, like, quote, dating. And Crazy. I'm like, dude, you don't know. I call my son, dude, you know what it's like, Bubba. When, and that, yeah, they call yeah, it talking. We're, we're talking. Like, yeah, we're like we're, FaceTiming. We're, you know. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm like, there's nothing better than that Friday or Saturday night when you pull up at her place or apartment or whatever, and the door opens and you smell her perfume and you see her for the first time. You haven't seen her in five days. I'm like, son, mm. there's nothing like it. And yeah. they're, they're missing out. So technology has removed that from dating, you know. Anyway. Yeah, or or the opposite end, like Denise shared a couple of weeks ago, your first date where she shook your hand goodnight. <laughs> that was, well, goodnight. She she held out her hand, and she thought to herself, "What a jerk!" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "I got a hand." I was like, is this, "Is this? Are my friends punking me?" Yeah. But that, but that's a perfect example of stick it out because there's more to come when you actually get to know each other and that you do through dating, not through a FaceTime or a Zoom meeting. You got to be there together, holding hands, walking with each other, yeah. laughing, kidding, looking at each other in the eyes. That's where it really gets real. Got it. All right, America, here we go. World-famous marriage talk segment on our Facebook page, Sam Alone Show. Tip number 337, written by Mr. Kosick. It's called The Untouchables. Nothing to do with Elliot Ness. It says, when Memorial Day quickly approaching, we're going to touch on The Untouchables, not the movie, but the three highly contentious topics of faith, politics, and money. While it may be good practice to avoid these topics at gatherings of friends and family, it can be devastating to your marriage to never discuss these topics with your spouse, right? So why discussing with your spouse is so important? One, and Mr. Kosick will comment, disagreement on one or more of these topics is usually at the root of failed marriages. Robert Kosick. So, so we talk about this all the time. Genesis two twenty four: the two shall become one. And that means that they will be in agreement with each other. They will be uh, a team together. They will do things unified manner. Well, if you disagree on the three most major components of a marriage, of your faith, your political views, um, meaning are you conservative, are you more liberal, those kind of things, uh, which which kind of permeates every other decision that you make with your spending and those kind of things, it's just going to be a constant friction. And it doesn't mean you can't have a decent marriage and be politically opposed or those kind of things. But if you're different on each one of these things, uh, you're just opening up the door to constantly debate each other on 
how things should be decided and actions that should be taken with your family and how you raise your kids. It put, go, breaks into how you discipline your kids and all those kinds of things and what you spend money on, how you save. It's all rolled up into these three things. And if you um, don't really pay attention to these, it can become one of those top three things where people just say, well, we just couldn't, it says, we just don't get along anymore. We just can't agree on anything. Well, what they're saying is these three major topics, which permeates everything else, we're just so absolutely diametrically opposed. It makes it difficult to do anything as a unified team like we said we would be. World-famous marriage talk segment, talking about the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage Fridays at 8.30 Central. <clears throat> While it's not a good idea to talk about faith, politics, and money with you know people at dinner, obviously you should with your husband or wife. It says, why is it so important? Well, in Mark 3.23, it, quote, if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand, end quote. You can have a decent marriage if you are uh, in uh, with an unequaled yoke, as the Bible says, but your marriage will likely... Not be the best or the strongest it can be. Robert Kosick. Same thing. So I can build a house and put in uh, kind of bound together pieces of wood that have some um, not sentiment, those kind of things. And that house will stand for a while, but it's not going to be really strong because you got some weak points in it, right? Uh, some stress points and things that can, can, can snap and break. Same kind of thing with the marriage. The Bible is very clear. If you're divided inside of your marriage, it says you cannot stand, which means that you cannot be the best that you can be. You cannot be the strongest that you can be because you constantly have these weak points, these areas that are going to be contentious in your marriage. And, and it's those kind of things where you really need to talk about them and, and be really open with each other, which we'll talk about in a second. Learn what the other one is feeling and thinking and those kind of things, because that's how you you come to a unified decision. You don't have to agree with them, but if you understand them and you know what their position is, that opens up the door to being able to come up with solutions on how to manage that stress point. You don't have to necessarily get rid of the stress point. You just need to learn how to manage it. But if you never talk about it, then it just becomes something you're going to argue about and uh, be be a weakness to your marriage instead of a strengthening point for your marriage. So you can be different and still have a good marriage. But you, but you can't if you never talk about it. Right. So uh, continuing with our world-famous marriage talk segment, Mr. Costa Christ, if you do disagree, these are rules for discussing these three topics. Rule one, opinions are just that, opinions. They're only factual to the extent that they are representative of one's thoughts on a particular topic. Therefore, disagreeing should not be viewed as a personal attack against you, Mr. Costa. Right. So you hear this all the time. I, I disagree with what you just said. I don't think we should do that with the kids. Or I think we should go out and buy that new vehicle or that big 80-inch TV because we have to have it. We need it. And they're like, no, we need to save money. And now you have this stress point. You argue with them. And they go, well, uh, you obviously think I'm stupid. You obviously think I don't right, know right. anything. Or you don't like me. You, you hate me because you disagree with me. Well, it's, it's not a personal thing. It's just my opinion. My opinion is I don't think we should do that. Your opinion is you think we should. Let's work through that. It's not a personal attack against you or your thoughts or your brains or anything. It's just I disagree because of whatever other things. So let's figure out what's causing that disagreement and then come to an agreement of some sort of which one we should lean on when we make this final decision instead of just blowing it off. If you take it personally, that's going to go into a tailspin that you don't want to be a part of because it won't take but 10 minutes and you completely forget about what you were discussing, and it's now um, me against you, and that's a really slippery slope. Yeah, equally yoked, as it mentions in the Bible. Uh, Clue two, by the way, if if you disagree, husband and wife, get a clue. You should look into different opinions about these topics so that you have some inkling of intelligence when you share your own opinion, which is just really called just know your audience, really, is what it is. Absolutely right. Know your audience and know what you're talking about. You don't want to sound like an idiot. And I, and I deal with this all the time with, with spouses. A lot of times, like, well, they don't know what they're talking about. Well, do you know what they're talking about? 
I mean, do you know what their perspective is coming from or what they're listening to? If they're listening to some show you think is some, you know, left-wing kind of nut job thing or some far-right-wing conspiracy thing, you think they're just totally lost it and everything's kind of weird. Well, have you listened to those things that they're listening to? Not to agree with them, but just so that you could say, hey, I listened to that, and here's the points that I disagree with and why I disagree with it, because I have this other fact over here that I think, you know, contradicts that or challenges that, and here's why I think that's not right, you then sound intelligent and you can talk to them about whatever it is that they're believing. But if you don't even ever look into it, well, you're just an idiot. And the Bible is real clear about some of those things. I mean, one of my favorite things is Proverbs uh, 17, 28, which says, um, even a fool is thought wise if he keeps silent and discerning if he holds his tongue. So basically what it's saying is you, you can be thought to be smart or thought to be stupid, but if you just open your mouth really without doing any kind of research, you're going to remove all doubt, and they're going to know you're stupid. Yeah, what did, what did Mark Twain Mark Twain say, like, to the effect, you know, obviously people will think you're stupid until you open your mouth and confirm their suspicions. And confirm, so, absolutely right. Exactly. Yep, absolutely right. It's kind of like I, I worked with a guy one time that he constantly tried to prove to people and tell people that he wasn't stupid, that he was basically telling them I'm the smartest man in the room, and I, I had to explain to him all the time. I said, dude, if you have to tell people you're right. the smartest person in the room, you're probably not. Dude, you you know what? Fredo and Michael Corleone, Godfather oh. 2, and he's like, Michael, everybody thinks I'm stupid, but Fredo, you know, and I'm like, yeah, yeah if you got to tell people. Exactly. But yeah, real quick on the, on the, our world famous marriage talk segment, if you're, if you have these disagreements, I, I you have to be equally yoked for a successful marriage. I, look, yeah. I am very pro-life, very pro-God, pro-Israel, pro-2A. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I can't imagine you like having the passions that I have for, first of all, the blessings of God I'm married, but to be with someone who, who's for killing babies or who says, oh. yeah, screw Israel, bomb the hell out of them. I, 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 folks, this is, goes back to our dating conversation. When you're dating and you're learning these things about the other person, oh, yeah. some of those visions they have, you embrace, and some you run for the freaking hills as fast as you can. Uh, hang on. But, uh, wait. but if you're in the marriage, talk about it. You know, Maybe you can get past some of them. All right, do me a favor. I'm running late. Do, can we take, let me take a break because I'm like a minute, okay. 40 seconds late. Uh, let me get. We'll get to the hot and heavy marriage tip right after the break. We'll shorten it. So our world famous marriage talk. We'll have two segments. The hot and heavy marriage tip. The subject is dessert for dinner. <laughs> Coded. How you doing? Maria Tariano, Miki Amo is the Senora Inforgrante Delecto. Back in a second. Eight ten seventy. L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one I see. Spell it out. V is very, very extraordinary. E is even more than anyone that you adore. Love can love is all Spoon. that I can give to you. Great that's that's all. So, love. love, right? That's what we talk about in our World Famous Marriage Talk segment. Hell, got me thrown off the last station. Uh, Salem, I tip my hat to the wonderful uh, conservative, godly people who run the Salem Media Company or the various names. Salem Media, Salem Radio, Salem Radio Network, who carry our show, who provides who, who go we love your message on marriage keep it up and we've been doing it now eight solid years ish eight and a half 
Uh, Robert Kosick's my wingman when we do our world-famous marriage talk segment. We ran a little short on time, because probably of my big mouth, that we didn't get to finish the, world, the um, hot and heavy marriage tip for all you married folks out there. Like I said, if it's going to rain, y'all get, like, fabric-free. Have a couple cocktails. <laughs> And do what husbands and wives do. Tough run out there. Mr. Kosick writes a hot and heavy marriage tip. He's a marriage coach and uh, church deacon. All right, so hot and heavy marriage tip real quick on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Dessert for dinner. Not too heavily hidden up by Mossad here in your coding, but go ahead, Mr. Kosick. Sometimes you need to skip the traditional dinner and have dessert for dinner instead. Think chocolate and caramel syrup, whipped and warm creams, strawberries and honey, etc. We suggest you put the kids to bed early this weekend, then head to the fridge and pantry and see what items you can include with your plans to have dessert for dinner. <laughs> wow. Hey, hey, next time, try to coat it slightly, okay? Just try to... Well, you know, this is our... We started doing the hot and heavies on tip number 104. This is like our 234th tip on the exact same topic. It's it's a little difficult to come I... up with coded ways to do it, right? So, <laughs> I'm going to be able to be so creative, and, and I try to interpret some of that creativity and, and channel it into an actual tip, and it gets a little difficult at times. So it's a little coded, not completely coded. Right. But, uh, yeah, but who doesn't like dessert uh, for dinner? Just in general, banana split for, for dinner, and you know that's a great deal. So if you have that in mind, um, I won't go too detailed on that, but if you have that in mind, take some of the same uh, uh, components, if you will, and um, enjoy them other ways. So, <laughs> just uh, be careful on the uh, chocolate syrup. You might get it. You might get a caffeine high really fast. A little too much sugar could be a little bit bad for you. But uh, I think yeah. you know what I think that, that, that chocolates. <laughs> you know, I'm a big fan of the shower because uh, I always say that's a great place. Yes. Uh, so it, uh, as I say that the shower is a great place to argue if husbands and wives are going to argue because nobody can argue soapy and naked. Uh, I also suggested uh, caramel syrup or chocolate syrup also belongs in the shower because you know what kills a great uh, uh, encounter with your husband or wife? Oh, honey, you got that on the sheets. Oh, honey, now I got to put And they take the sheets off and they put it in the washing machine and everything, <laughs> everything goes down the drain. So yeah. keep, keep the chocolate syrup or something in the shower. I think you have a lot more. Right. Fun. So, so like you, my wife and I, we love we love the Hallmark Channel and, oh. and the movies and stuff like that because they're so corny and, and clean and, right. and clean. Pure. You know, we yep. love them, right? But there's always a scene where the couple get together and the initial spark always almost always starts with uh, eating and you got a little something on the side of your face. So let me wipe that off. Just take that to a whole new level in the shower. Just just saying. <laughs> And you know what? And and if you don't have that kind of marriage, get one. If you got that mar- kind of marriage, you know what we're talking about. That equally yoked, fun loving, because as God created man and woman, he also created the ability for us to enjoy each other. Gabish. Yeah, and for those saucy texts that you talk about all the time, here's another one of those tips where where you could very simply text your spouse, let's have dessert for dinner tonight. Nobody would think anything weird about that. They just think you're having some ice cream with some uh, whipped cream on it for dinner, and that wouldn't seem odd to them at all, but you would know that's code for we're putting the, bed, the kids to bed early tonight. I'm not a very classy fellow, so I would text my wife chocolate syrup in the shower tonight. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. But I am not. But, if you're, but if, you're, uh, if you're doing one of those Zoom meetings with your yeah. staff and you forgot to turn the do not disturb off and that text oh, comes through, yeah. dessert for dinner might go over a little bit easier than, than right. you know, chocolate syrup and caramel and whipped cream in the shower tonight. Damn right. 
But have those giggly moments with your husband and wife. Have those, you know, R-rated moments with your husband and wife when you're not together. Trust me, get that motor revving, man. Who out of that? All right, America. Keeps it live. Yep. For the 21st day of May, it brings a close to our world-famous marriage talk segment, focusing on the glory and the sanctity, the holiness and steaminess of marriage. Um, What God ordains, Hollywood hates. My wingman, Robert Costa. Go to his website, honorthevow, V-O-W, honorthevow.com. And get squared away with your marriage. Trust me, it's worth it. Mr. Kosick, thank you for your help. Thanks for writing the content. Have a blessed and wonderful weekend with the missus. You too, Sam. Have a great time with Denise this weekend. We'll do the same with Kathy and look forward to next week. You got it. America, we got a break. JP has the news. Nat King Cole to the top.